Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Purihin ang ating Panginoon. Thanks be to God for today that He has given uh, us the opportunity once again to come together from different parts of the world para uh, magkasama-sama, mag, uh, magmuni-muni sa presensya ng Panginoon. So our topic today is uh, Resilient Discipleship uh, based on Luke 17, Verses 1 to 10. So let us read that. Jesus said to uh, his disciples, Things that cause people to sin are bound to come, but woe to that person through whom they come. It would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with uh, with a millstone tied around his neck than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. So watch yourselves if your brother uh, sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, uh, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times uh, comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. He replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Suppose one of you had a servant uh, plowing, plowing, or looking after the sheep. Would he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, Come along now and sit down to eat? Would he not rather say, Prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me while I eat and drink? Uh, After that, you may eat and drink. Would he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Thanks be to God. So, tayong lahat po ay uh, manalangin no? at uh, mingin ang tulong sa ating Panginoon for our morning devo this morning. Let us pray. Lord, uh, we thank you for waking us up, at least for those of us here in the Philippines or in the nearby Southeast Asia countries. Salamat po. Thank you rin sa mga nasa abroad in the U.S. and Canada for you've given them strength for the whole day. And now, Father, as we come before you, Lord, we recognize and admit that apart from you, 
We cannot understand your word. Kami po ay uh, absolutely uh, dependent on you for understanding and insight, for application of your word of truth. So, Lord, would you uh, open our eyes and help us to understand? At uh, tulungan niyo rin ako, ako, Panginoon, that I may be able to expound on your word faithfully and uh, higit sa lahat, uh, grant me the voice, grant me, Lord, the ability to speak. Lord, we commit to you itong time namin uh, dito sa Morning Devo and we ask you, O oh God, in Jesus' name, uh, come and teach us, O Holy Spirit. Salamat po. Amen and Amen. Purihin ang ating Panginoon. So, um, bilang mga tagusunod ni Kristo, and I'm assuming that all of you are listening, are in that category, as followers of Christ, uh, we, we, will, we will face all kinds of problems. No? Uh, Siyempre, number one na dyan, yung sin, and then, of course, yung mga relational conflicts and difficulties and hurts. Uh, kasama na yung mga struggle with fears and doubts. As well as with obeying God, no? In our daily lives. Bahagi ito ng ating uh, buhay sa mundo. Bilang mga tagasunod ni Kristo. And we face them every day. Uh, some... Some followers of the Lord, uh, because of their lack of uh, discipline then and uh, focus, lalong-lalala sa kanilang spiritual condition, uh, they are overwhelmed and overcome uh, by these daily challenges. Pero those uh, disciples who are resilient, no, uh, they are able to overcome these things by the grace of God. At uh, today, we want to talk about resilient uh, discipleship. Pag sinabing resilient, ibig sabihin, even though things happen and, you know, difficulties uh, come our way, we do not give up, we are not overwhelmed, we continue on. And uh, in this uh, passage that we just read, parte ito ng uh, mga discipleship, uh, lectures ni Jesus, you know, or teachings sa kanyang mga alagad. Once more, he's uh, equipping them and teaching them to be resilient yung, uh, as they uh, face various challenges. So, this morning, we want to talk about that. Ano yung mga characteristics no, based on teachings ni Jesus uh, of a resilient disciple? Uh, would you like to be a resilient disciple? I hope so. I hope now we are not the type of followers of Christ na because of uh, negligence and lack of uh, attention. Uh, minsan pag dumating yung mga pagsubok, uh, we are just overwhelmed. The line ko instead that we would be strong and by the grace of God, we would overcome. We would be resilient. So let's talk about... Uh, you know, 
four characteristics from the teachings of Jesus. Uh, the first one uh, really has to do with sin. So, the first characteristic is uh, takes sin and its consequences seriously. Okay? So, basahin natin ang uh, verse 1 to 3 or the first part of verse 3. Jesus said to his disciples, so this is uh, addressed to his disciples directly. Sabi niya, things that cause people to sin are bound to come. But woe to that person through whom they come. So Jesus is reminding his uh, disciples that sin would be just part of our day-to-day -day, uh, struggles, you know. Uh, and while we are living in this world, this side of heaven, ang sin po would be uh, a constant uh, enemy and uh, hindi tayo dapat magulat uh, if there are things that uh, uh, tempts us or thing, things uh, nangyayari sa buhay natin that makes us uh, you know, weak uh, and so forth. Bahagi talaga ng day-to-day ano uh, -day, uh, battle natin. Pero sabi ni Jesus, there's something that we must uh, really be careful of. Sabi niya, woe to that person through whom they come. So here is a parang, uh, you know, a very important reminder. Na wag tayo maging parang sanhe or cause of other people falling into sin. We are to live our lives in such a way na wag tayong pabaya at uh, irresponsable to the point that uh, other people sin because of us. Now, I know that's quite a challenge because sometimes, uh, siyempre, uh, we might be as careful as we want to, pero Minsan, we do the wrong things. And other people, of course, might be tempted to sin because of the wrong things that we do. Now, inevitable yan. But uh, what we must do is uh, we must make the commitment not to intentionally do it as much as possible. Uh, and if it does happen, that we must be quick to ask God for forgiveness. Pero what we must not do is to be indifferent about it. Yung bang wala tayong pakialam, you know. Uh, we should not say things like parang, well, kung na-tisod siya, that's his fault. Or kung na-offend siya, that's uh, her fault. Uh, we should be willing to say, Lord, uh, have I uh, inadvertently, o baka hindi ko po sinasadya, have I caused a person offense? Truly, it's hard for us, hindi siya parang natural, for us to think of the interest of others. What is natural for us, lalo-lalo na pag may mga problema, is to always think of our defense. It's to always think about uh, our innocence. We say things like, well, kasalanan ko ba yun? Or things like, well, wala naman akong ginagawang ganyan. So, it's always uh, easy for us to think about our interest. 
But to think about the interest of others, or how they feel about things, what offended them, etc., would require a Christ-like attitude. Pero this is uh, what resilient uh, disciples do. They take seriously, you know, uh, the effects of sin. Uh, so verse 2, It would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around his neck than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. Now, Jesus is being graphic dito, no? Talagang, you can imagine yung scenario. Tatalia mo yung leg mo ng millstone, which is a heavy, heavy stone. And then throwing yourself, you know, uh, into the sea. So, parang Jesus is using uh, uh, hyperbole or exaggeration to make a point. Now, wag natin baliwalain yan. So we should actually be careful uh, not to cause others to, to sin as much as possible. Instead, we should help each other, di ba? That's the point. So, yung first part ng verse 3, sabi niya, So, watch yourselves. So, watch yourselves. You know, the first uh, characteristic ng isang resilient disciple is that he is a person who is uh, self-aware and self-conscious ng mga areas of weakness and uh, areas that God may be showing him or her. No? In terms of uh, yung kanilang uh, character. Most people would be so quick to find fault in others, pero seeing their own faults really may be quite a challenge. Are you like that? Madali pa tayo makakita ng mali ng ibang tao, o yung shortcoming nila, o yung failure nila. What about us? And this is especially true when we are hearing God's word sa puso natin o sa kahit sa mga devotions natin, what is our usual response? <coughs> Do we, uh, you know, are we quick to say, na, oh, this is what you should do? Or maybe we are going to pontificate uh, or lecture people and say, dapat ganito, dapat ganyan. It takes humility for us to be able to say, Lord, am I like that? Is that uh, something that maybe I'm not aware of? Are you pointing that problem sa akin, Lord God? Or maybe even to admit, uh, Lord, that's true. Uh, there are times that I do that or there are times that I fail to, to do something. So in other words, uh, you know, resilient disciples are not uh, ano, parang haphazard or indifferent. Uh, they want to pay attention in themselves. They, they practice personal soul care. So taking sin and its own consequences seriously, they know that sin is deceiving. Uh, very few of us would, you know, be honest enough to say, na, I have this fault or I have this issue. Uh, please pray for me. Uh, usually, we would say something like, uh, so-and-so has this fault, and he or she should uh, repent from that. So I hope and pray that we are resilient in the sense that uh, we would uh, be honest with ourselves 
uh, and not be so quick to judge other people. But instead, no, maging careful tayo na hindi tayo maging offensive na tao. Are you an offensive kind of person? Uh, do be, do people stumble uh, because of you? So wag tayo maging indifferent doon. Secondly, no, applies the grace of forgiveness generously. That's the uh, characteristic of a resilient disciple. He's not legalistic. He he lives and or she lives by grace. And uh, he applies that, or she applies that either sa sarili niya or sa ibang tao. So this balances off the first one, no? Of course, we uh, take sin seriously, but we also take grace seriously. So basahin natin yung uh, second part ng verse 3 hanggang verse 4. So sabi sa verse 3, so, so watch yourselves. And then, sabi niya, if your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. So here's the right balance. Okay, we take sin seriously. At uh, kung meron mang sin, we're courageous enough to confront it and face it. Pero at the same time, we are generous enough with God's grace to be quick to forgive. No, hindi tayo resentful. Hindi yung we want other people to suffer tremendously dahil sa mga pagkukulang nila. We are more than willing, just like God toward us, to forgive. And then he says this, sabi niya, If he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. So seven times is of course a just a figure, pero it means uh, no matter how many times, okay? In fact, in other passages, it's, though, uh, you know, Jesus says seven times seven. It really goes back to uh, what uh, Lamech said in the book of Genesis. Uh, I don't know if you recall that. See, Lamech was, uh, you know, someone who was proud, pride, pride, prideful or mayabang siya in actually saying that, Kung si Cain eh, ganito ka, you know, <laughs> uh, kasama, siya yung tipong pag uh, uh, mayroong parang nag-offense sa kanya. He would just uh, bring it back to that person seven times seven. So, doon galing expression na yun eh. Yung pagiging uh, vengeful or uh, yung gumaganti seven times seven. Si Lamek, Lamek yun. And so that expression has become proverbial, no, seven times. But here it is used in a different sense. Kumbaga, imbis na parang gaganti ka seven times seven, the Lord is teaching His disciples, well, balik ta rin natin yan. You should be as forgiving as, uh, you know, uh, parang seven times seven or seven times. In other words, you must be quick to forgive. That's the point. So, Resilient disciples are not bitter people. They are quick to forgive. Kung masaktan man sila, ano sila, hindi sila nakikimkim ng sama ng loob. I've seen uh, followers of Christ who never move forward in their spiritual lives kasi they cannot process yung mga offense. Uh, if somebody or maybe even the church uh, fails to do something, 
nagkulang sa pagtulog, nagkulang sa pagbate, nagkulang sa anumang aspekto. Hindi nila mapatawad yun. In fact, uh, one of the saddest realities right now is the fact that we have so many churches and so if somebody feels offended in one church, he or she can just transfer to another church without even resolving yung problem. And of course, the other church would be so glad to receive him or her without asking ano ba dahilan why he or she is leaving his or her former church. So, nangyayari, palipat-lipat ang mga Kristiyano from one church to another uh, and all the relational uh, conflicts are not resolved. So, we became, we, we continue to become rather uh, immature. Maraming Kristiyano immature relationally and emotionally. Now, it cannot be prevented totally na yung wala tayong mga conflicts. It's bound to happen because we are different people. And in the church, of course, talagang there will be occasions that we might uh, rob each other off in a wrong way. Normal talaga na misa ni di tayo magkaunawaan o magkaka-offend tayo. But how we, how we deal with those things is what shows our maturity. You see, uh, all the knowledge of the Bible would not be, uh, you know, to our credit. Kung at the end of the day, hindi natin ma-resolve yung conflicts natin. Pag ikaw ay nagkaroon ng sama ng loob sa isang tao at hindi mo ito ma-resolve with that person or maybe the other way around, you know, a person might have uh, offended you pero hindi mo ma-bring up yung sarili mo to forgive and to talk about it. Lahat ng Bible knowledge in the world is really of no advantage to you. You are still an immature person. Now, resilient disciples, on the other hand, they do not uh, parang linger on sa mga samana loob at uh, offenses. They do their best to have uh, ikaka, mga quick accounts, you know, easy to uh, cancel out uh, sa puso nila. Kung na-offend man sila, they want to talk about it and quickly they want to forgive. Kung sila naman yung naka-offend, ganun din. They are willing to go to the person and say, I'm really very sorry. Uh, can we talk about it? The church should be a place kung saan may mga short accounts tayo sa isa't isa. Hindi yung parang mga bitterness natin, yun ang nagihinder sa atin to become effective. Spiritually speaking, a disciple cannot grow in Christ kapag meron siyang unforgiveness. So that's very important. That's the second characteristic. The third one is uses true faith courageously. What do I mean by true faith? So basahin natin yung verses 5 to 6. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. Now probably this is because sinabi ni Jesus seven times, you know. So ang reaction nila is, Lord, napakahirap yata yan. But listen to what uh, Jesus says in verse 6. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. So what's the point here? 
Sinasabi ni Jesus na hindi naman yung laki ng faith eh. So, for you to ask, uh, Lord, increase our faith is really missing the whole point. What we need is true faith. Pinakailangan natin, regardless of the size. And what is true faith? Well, true faith is not focused on you, but on the one that you believe in and trust in, namely Jesus Christ. Here is a common mistake ng karamihan sa atin. We think that uh, what is important is yung talagang malaki yung faith natin, that we would really muster uh, a lot of courage to believe. You know, I, I hear this all the time sa mga tao. Basta manampalataya ka lang, you know, just believe, no? Believe, believe. It is a safe parang, well, kung malakas ang faith mo, things would work out for you. Well, that's contrary to the teachings of Jesus. He's saying, kahit na hindi ganun kalaki yung faith mo as you think, pero if it is focused on the right object, no, which is Jesus Christ, and His promises and His word, it doesn't really matter no, kung malaki yung faith. Because Jesus is saying, if you have faith na kahit malit lang, like a seed, because it is focused on Jesus, you know, and the promises of God through Him, then nothing is impossible with you. Now, this is so important sa buhay natin. A resilient disciple uses true faith courageously. Nakafocus siya hindi sa sarili niyang, you know, faith, kung gano'n ba kalakas nito, gano'n ba kalaki. You know, if you are a follower of the Lord, stop worrying na, Hindi, kailangan manampalataya lang. Kailangan maniwala lang ako, you know. You know, you're trying your best to uh, prop up your faith. That's a useless endeavor. Uh, it doesn't, you know, help you at all. What you should focus on is, who is Jesus? You know, and uh, what does God say about Him? And what can we rely upon? In His name. The object of our faith is far more important than the subject of faith. You know, yung tayo. We may be weak. There may be times that we are struggling with our fears and doubts. But we can come to the Lord Jesus. And that is, his, that is sufficient. Nalala ko yung, ta, yung tatay na may sakit yung kanyang anak. You know, at sinabi sa kanya ng uh, Panginoong Jesus na only believe and your child will be healed. And sagot niya, I do believe. Help me in my unbelief. So that's honesty. We cannot be so absolutely parang, you know, uh, sure about everything. In fact, parte ng faith is some doubt. And don't be afraid to talk about it. Kasi doubt does not mean na parang you don't have faith. Kasi if you have a parang absolute faith and no doubt at all, it's not really faith. Kasi faith is uh, facing the the realities of things and even our own doubts, we choose to trust God. That's faith. Pero yung claiming na as if yung negative ay hindi mangyayari o yung negative ay wala, that's not faith. That's denying reality. So, just like Abraham, we can face the fact that we are 
100 years old, pero since God said na magkakaanak tayo, then we, we choose to believe that in spite of the reality. Ganyan ang tunay na pananampalataya. We don't close our eyes to what is there. Uh, we look at it and say, yes, that is true. Pero my God is greater than all. And I put my hope in Him. Not in myself, not in my situation. So, resilient disciples are not defeated by circumstances. You know, kung gusto niyo maging isang matibay na alagad ni Kristo, don't focus on your uh, circumstances or even yourself. You know, stop saying na kailangan malakas ang faith ko. That will not help you. Instead, focus on the strength of the Lord. You know, kaya nga yung mga psalmist, when you read it, they would always say, the Lord is my rock. You know, the Lord is my fortress. They never say na, I am the rock or I am strong. They say, the Lord is my rock. The Lord is my stronghold. So focus on the Lord. Finally, yung mga resilient disciples, they practice obedience with humility. And this is, I think, uh, again, following from the conversation. Dahil uh, parang yung mga disciples are wondering, Lord, paano ko gagawin yung sinasabi mo uh, that I would forgive people, you know, uh, seven times and so forth. Now, the Lord uh, Jesus tells a short uh, parang parable no? or story. Let's look at that in verses 7 to 10. Suppose one of you had a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Would he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now and sit down to eat? So parang Pinoy siguro to, di ba? Tayo kasi ganyan, eh, di ba? Galing yung servant sa labas, pagod, na malengke. Opo ka muna, kain ka muna, kape ka muna. Diba? <laughs> That's a Filipino way of uh, doing it. Pero uh, the background, of course, is yung Middle East. Ano? Uh, kung saan the servant is, well, he's considered, you know, not somebody na kailangan bigyan ng importansya. Sabi sa verse 8, Would he not rather say, prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me while I eat and drink? After that, you may eat and drink. No? Of course, siyempre, culturally, yung mga nakikinig sa kanya, yung mga disciples niya would say, of course, ganun dapat, di ba? Sabi niya sa verse 9, would he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So, you know, for us, we might think siguro sa modern context natin, kawawa naman yung servant, pagod na pagod, di ba? Pakainin mo muna. But we're thinking from our modern context. From their context, you know, yung servant na kahit pagod na siya, he would prepare supper, he would give yung kanyang master something to eat or drink, kahit na, you know, galing na siya sa field. That's normal. That's to be expected. Hindi magre-reklamo yung servant, oy, pakainin mo naman ako, di ba? <laughs> Mahawa ka naman sa akin, you know? So that's why in verse 10, sabi ni Jesus, So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Now, this is one of the hardest concepts, misans, uh, pag-follow natin kay Lord. Because we often, we just spoiled tayo, no? So we often think in terms of, you know, what I like, what I want, whether ministry ba yan, you know? 
we never choose ministries na difficult. We want ministries that we like. Kaya, kaya ang daming tao sa worship team, di ba? Kasi most people like that. They want to play guitar or sing. But for you to ask them to do something uh, menial or, you know, parang it's hard for them to imagine that. No? Gagawin ko yan, parang nakaka-bore. But through disciples of Christ, they see uh, duty as part of their calling. So they practice obedience with humility. They persevere in what God wants them to do, even if hindi sila parang, you know, it's not something that uh, uh, might give them uh, extra pleasure or consolation. Basta they know in their hearts ay yung pinagagawa ni Lord sa kanila, they would persevere in it. One thing na kailangan natin ma-recognize uh, when we're doing something for the Lord, there are times na mayroong consolation yan. You know, uh, meaning to say na pag ginawa mo, parang you have a sense of fulfillment and joy. Pero wag natin ilagay sa puso tisipan natin na it has to be like that all the time. Para katulad sa relationship, okay lang na magkaroon ng mga romantic feelings, lalo-lalo na sa honeymoon stage. Pero if you're always expecting that, lalo na through the years, na kapag hindi nangyayari o nadi-disappoint ka, you're actually not growing in that relationship kasi normal lang sa relationship na it, it would be characterized more by ordinariness than by those special parang mga you know, mountaintop experiences. What I mean to say, lalo na yung mga tao may asawa na for a long time, okay, na after a while, you know, through the years, hindi na kayo nag-expect na parang lagi, para kayo nagliligawan. You come to the point that you are committed to each other and you're, you know, you're happy uh, being with each other. Hindi naman palaging parang, you know, with stars and everything. Just the ordinariness of the day. And I believe as a Christian, ganyan din tayo. Resilient disciples are not always looking for something exciting and parang gusto nila, parang merong presence of God, you know, in everything. Of course, God's presence is ev- is everywhere, right? Pero ang point ko is ganito, you, you know, mga resilient disciples, they can persevere in what God wants them to do, even if wala silang mga special consolations. They will just do what the Lord wants them to do. So ito yung apat na characteristics ng mga disciples na hindi basta-basta natitimbag. Sila yung matitibay na alagad ni Kristo. Una, you know, they take sin and its consequences seriously. They don't play around with sin. Uh, secondly, uh, they apply grace, the grace of forgiveness, uh, generously. Salata kanila mga relationships. Uh, pangatlo, they use true faith, no? Uh, courageously. Hindi sila nakafocus sa sarili nila, kundi sa Panginoon. And then finally, they practice obedience with humility. You know, they don't just focus on experience. They can be trusted and re- and be relied upon to just persevere in what God wants them to do. So, madaling salita, resilient disciples have strong spiritual foundations.
That's why hindi sila basa-basa natitibag. No? Sa Tagalog, ang mga matatag na disipulo ay may matibay na spiritual na pundasyon. And that's my prayer for all of us. Magkaroon man mga problema, karon man ang anumang mga challenges, we continue to focus on the Lord, not in ourselves. We follow Christ uh, even in times of sickness or difficulty, okay, financially, hirap tayo, uh, or there may be some relational challenges. We never give up on following in the Lord because the Lord is with us and He will see us through. Just remember na we are in this journey for the long haul. It's called a race. And a race is not an ra- a race unless you complete it. So nawa tayo po ay magkaroon ng ganong resilience. So let me pray for all of us. Lord, tulungan niyo po kami that we may be resilient, that we may not be like others who easily fall away when there are challenges. Instead, O Lord, by the grace of God, strengthen us so that we will focus more on you rather than on ourselves. And sa tulong mo, Panginoon, sa kitna ng iba't ibang mga difficulties in life, nawa maging matibay kami at matatag. Ito ang dalangin namin para sa aming mga sarili, as well as for those that we know. Help us to encourage them, Lord, by your grace. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash R-O-C-C-P-H-I-L. See you again.